Every once in a while, something new comes along that is truly special. This could be a friendship, a new girlfriend or boyfriend, or even a really, really funny podcast. You do everything together, like long walks on a lazy Sunday afternoon, or the morning commute into the busy city for work. Something that is truly this special can last a lifetime, but it's fragile and built on trust. We at the Fake News Podcast broke that trust. We know it, and we hold our hands up. This episode is over a week late. We just wanted to say, to all eight of our listeners, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're really sorry. Some of life's best experiences are challenging at first, but as a wise man once said, if something isn't worth fighting for, is it even worth having at all? Having said that, if any of our listeners want to write to us complaining about having to wait an extra week for this episode, they can kiss my ass. Cut the intro! Fake news. You are fake news. Fake. Phony. Fake. We are fighting the fake news. I have no information that supports those tweets. Possibly in the neighborhood of almost not entirely false. The definition of fake. Phony. Fake news. Hello, hello, and hello to me. <laughs> Hi. Hello. <laughs> hello. Welcome to the I Can't Believe It's Not Fake News podcast. It's been so long. It's, it's been, been a while. It's been too long. Far too long. I've really missed this. I, I've surprised myself how much I've enjoyed doing this. Yeah? Yeah, I love it, man. I'm going to pretend that, because we've decided that 10 episodes a season, we've gone real Hollywood and had a mid-season break. We have, yeah. Oh, is this episode six? Yeah, we're this just, is episode six. We're just toying with our listeners. Yeah, it's going to be like Breaking Bad final series. Better. Well, who's Hank in this scenario? Who's yeah. who's getting killed? Me. Well, you're you're quite Hank-like in body shape, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been a gluttonous few few months to start the year, to say the least. Well, every anyway, welcome back, guys. Obviously, to all our listeners, great to have you back. Um, we are the Fake News Podcast. It's been a long time. Really look forward to this episode. I'm feeling like I'm going to increase my lead today, lads. Ooh. Just throwing it out there. That's, that's fighting well, talk. I can't do any worse than last time, that's for sure. Yeah, you were terrible. I didn't um, get a single point. <laughs> you didn't get a single point, did you? No. Well, just a quick introduction. I'm your host, Mr. Nile Ritchie. Here joining me is our gorgeous games master, Mr. Chris Fortune. There he is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he's looking me right in the eye. <laughs> and of course, our master of bringing it. Mr. Joe Morris. The King of Wing. Good evening. Good evening. Um, of course, quick format intro, the podcast. Three stories each. Two mm-hmm. are true. One is fake. Our objective. Hide the fake. Score the points. Sniff out the fake. Score more points. And if, you want, if you're feeling brave on the headlines and you want to lock in, you, lock in. you get double bubble. <laughs> Can't oh, wait. Like that, double yeah. bubble. Yeah. That, was a, that was a jockey bar back in the day. Double bubble. Was it? Yeah. Do you not remember that? No. Well, that's one for next week. That definitely wasn't. No, it is. It was. What are you saying it is? A jockey bar? Chocolate bar. Oh, chocolate bar. Back in the day. Double bubble. Are you thinking of double decker? No, no, no. That's still going. I I love a double decker. That's a staple of Mama Richie's household. Overrated. You've been to Mum's... Joe, you've been to Mum's house and you've seen the chockey bin. (laughs) I have. That's the only reason I come over. I don't want to spend time with you. I just want free chocolate. Biscuit bin. Yeah. Mum has like a full, large chocolate bar bin. Like there's like Snickers in there. Yeah, my mum, the best you'd ever get was a breakaway. Is it breakaway, the little yellow ones? Uh, oh, the caramel ones. What are they called? Um, no, yeah, breakaway. Oh, Rockies. Rockies, yeah. Rockies, yeah, because yeah, you had a red and yellow one. Yeah. No, the breakaways, they were nice. Yeah, like. Ones. What were the cheap Kit Kats used to get as well? They were better than Kit Kats. But the knockoff ones from Tesco. I can't remember. Uh, the knockoff Walker's Crisp Select. They were, some of those were better than Walker's yeah, as well. Agreed. Blasphemy. So, th- welcome to episode one of discussing <laughs> <laughs> fake <laughs> uh, food alternatives that are better than the original. Confectionery convention. Ooh, maybe that could, we could branch out into a fake foods, a YouTube channel where we try different foods and we try and find out which one's real. Well, they're all Red real. Link do that on they Facebook. Are, well, we're better than Red Link. No, I come on. Oh, no. They are funny. <laughs> yeah. I do like those. You look a bit like one of them. Link. <laughs> now you're just trying to remember which one's called oh, which. Rhett's the Texan, isn't he? I have, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Fine. 
Chris, tell me about your week. You've been in London this week, haven't you? I went down to London the weekend to visit my good friend Michael for his birthday. But on the way down, we stopped off in Guildford. Had a few beers there with my friend Rory. Stops in Guildford on the way down. Well, we went to Guildford on the Friday. Mike was <laughs> so, so Guildford was the destination then. It wasn't a stop. Well, yeah, I went to London for the weekend. We stopped off in like Buckingham Palace okay, on the way down. So we went to Guildford and we had <laughs> a few off beers. In Somerset on the way to. London. And then we picked up Rory. And on the Saturday we went to London. And then on the Sunday we dropped Rory back off in Guildford and went back. But on the way down, uh, I got a call from work and I need, really needed to do something on my laptop. And I just pulled onto the. Uh, the motorway, the toll road from a service station. I was like, ah, oh, if only you'd rang me two minutes ago, I was parked. So I was like, okay, I'll pull over. I came off at the next junction, pulled over in a lay bag. It was like, I'll, me and my mate swapped. I got in, got on my laptop and got back onto the toll road. So I just paid 6.40 for the toll, oh. got off the toll, got straight back on and had to pay another 4.40. What? Just for a two minute quickly swap drivers so I couldn't get my laptop out. Oh, for God's sake. Was well, the, the email that M6 important? Toll. Could you not send it on your phone? I know, because it, it was a, it was something that was only on my laptop, like a saved password that I didn't know what the password was. Well, the M6 toll is like 20 miles long, and you do like 200 miles an hour down it. You'd be off in like 10 minutes. Can you wait? Yeah, <laughs> you're the worst. Yeah. I do not do 200 miles down the M6 toll, just to clarify. Yeah, I Niall takes the M6. He doesn't <laughs> like paying for tolls, just to clarify. Not a chance. Well, you put it all on the company, don't you? What? Nah, what? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing this week, Niall? Uh, what have I been doing this week? The weather's been glorious, so it's just been nice to just be around South Manchester at the moment. You've not been in Scotland or anything this week? No, I haven't, which is like a turn. And I'm out because we had a week break. Yeah, yeah, so last week we were in... Like, exactly, I was in Scotland last week. So and I'm, that's I'm why we didn't record, so that makes why. sense. It does make sense. I'm out of it now, yeah. Uh, well, you're going to hate to hear me about it, but I'm currently looking for a house, so I'm... Oh, God, I thought we were over this. Yeah. We've had enough house chat <laughs> in this podcast already. news? Nobody cares. Oh yeah. news. Yeah, so uh, that, that's been pretty, like, taking a lot... Not a lot of my time, but you know what I mean? You get into the process of, like... Looking at houses and buying it, it's you all excited and new. So long, look like on Zoopla, right? Moved. Oh, spend the majority of my working day. And then you've got your budget, and you always go, oh, "What could I get just for that extra fifty grand?" You're never going to get it, but for some reason, you tease yourself by looking that extra fifty grand. Yeah, I start looking at like million pound flats. I already <laughs> bought it in my head. But you, you tease it because you're never going to afford it. You tease, but fifty grand's even. Well, not with an attitude like that, you won't ever be able to afford it. I plan on affording it, which brings me nicely into what I've been doing this week, okay. which is, sorry to cut your story <laughs> short, but it sounded pretty boring. You started off talking about the weather, so it can't have been that Don't much Don't rush this week. podcast, Joe, just because the football's on. Yeah. I'm not rushing anything, looks at watch. <laughs> um, have you heard of a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Yeah, oh, you, you Snapchatted at me, day. and it's popped up on like my Facebook uh, adverts. <laughs> It's one of those cringy sort of... It looks very cringy. Get rich. It's exactly what it looks like, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it is actually quite inspiring. You know what I hate about those books? It's like, this book will teach you how to get rich, but all this person has done to get rich is sell books about how to get rich. Yeah, exactly. It's like that, what's his name? Tony Robbins. Uh, He's like, yeah, all he talks about is getting rich quick off businesses. He's never had one, has he? He's had a business of selling books to people. What's that other fellow? Gary Valchek. You see him on LinkedIn all the time, just sweary. Oh. Like, I, I fucking started on eBay and I bought a fucking piece of rope. And I sold that rope for like a dollar more than I bought it for. <laughs> yeah. And now I've got like a million dollars. And, it's like, oh, and then I lost fucking, 20 yeah. cents on the eBay fees. Yeah, he's but. just explaining a shit model of capitalism through me by like he bought a rope. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, well, it's, it's quite good anyway. So essentially this guy, <laughs> he had one rich dad and one poor dad. They're both really educated. But one was like focused on studying and oh, what, getting a was skill. Was it a gay couple? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't his dad? No, it wasn't actually his dad. It was his dad and then his mate's dad. But he oh, called right. his mate's dad his rich well, dad. Because he just taught him to invest. So, um, yeah. Getting now. old, starting to think about the old pension pot. So that's um, that's how exciting my week's been. Been reading a. Uh, Get Fucking rich hell, this quick. Is riveting listening, yeah. isn't it? Jesus <laughs> Christ. You cut my story short to tell me that you're just thinking about your pension. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. He's been one, reading a book, and two, thinking about his pension. Oh, man. And at one point, he soaked his feet. So, week. yeah, he soaked his feet, yeah. And so, yeah, cracking week. 
Yeah. Really, really top, top draw. Oh, God, that's... Let's swiftly move on. Jesus Christ. Well, Chris, um, just give us a quick recap of uh, the firstly the scores, please, the and sc- then give us a format of how the game works, please. The scores are currently Joe is in a close last at 75. He had a good round last round, got up a lot of ground on me, and I didn't get a single point. I crushed I'm stuck you, bro. On 76. I crushed you, bro. Niall <laughs> has managed to sneak a. I'd say a modest lead, 20 points. Did well last week, that. yeah. He's yeah, currently well on 96, week. but everything can change this week. It can. Just before I get into the rules, I... You're forgetting about... I took a little heat, but that was okay. It proved <laughs> to be right. Love it. Uh, it's take, it took me a while to remember this, because it's been so long since we did the podcast, but oh, this isn't a... Who uh, was right. It. it was... We were talking about what the currency of Russia was, and none of us could oh, remember. Oh, I, I remembered it. it it's a well, dialect. No, it's, it's, it's rubles. Ruple, I said ruble. Rubles. I said rupees or rubles. Rupees, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. rupees. So that's what I you found carry. out. Sorry, so I it's, rup- under there. it's ruble, and the, you said it's worth nothing, and apparently it is. One ruble is worth about 1.2 pence. Exactly. Little wins, in it, yeah. for the UK and in this tough time. <laughs> interestingly enough, drachma, which you kept talking about, is actually the old currency Greek. of Greek. Yeah. Of Greece. Before oh, Euros oh, came yeah. in. Dad, can I have a hundred drachma for a game of pool? No, fuck off. Oh, holidays were fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was brilliant. Setting the record straight. Where we uh, I've, to, I've learned something today. We like to make sure we're factually correct. Absolutely. Before. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, can't. Onto the rules. The rules are simple. We each take a round presenting three news stories. It's up to the others to uncover the untruth. Sniffing out the fake news is worth five points, and swindling someone is worth ten. If you're feeling fearless, you can lock in your hunch after hearing the headlines and earn double points. Love it. Double bubble. We did a lot of doubling. No, did we do a lot of doubling lastly? You two locked downs? in. A, you two locked in a mine. And yeah, I had to annoyingly tell you some stories. Yeah, that yeah. Was it. yeah, and you got you were terrible last yeah. week. Yeah. I can I just say to start, I will guarantee to trick both of you this week. Really? Yeah. I bet you a fiver that you won't trick both of us. Yeah. Oh, hand handshake. Hand so there's money on it now. Yeah. Yeah, five pounds sterling, or um, two hundred. No, it was one rubles or whatever yeah. it is. It was one to one penny. Okay, so five hundred like, rubles. Maths is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, first up, as usual, the same format as always. Gorgeous Games Master. Chris, let's see you get back some points today. Well, I have taken inspiration from, of course, always Joe. But mm-hmm. this week, it wasn't directly Joe who was giving me inspiration Ooh. for his stories. Yeah. Free pass. Um, when we first went to university... In Freshers Week, or, well, we were Freshers, I'm not sure exactly when it was, but Joe's friends came up to visit him. Not me, was it? One of them oh, I was, there. was Niall. Oh, uh, really? I don't know exactly who did this, but during their no, you weren't there that boisterous weekend. occasions, somebody shit in Joe's protein powder <laughs> Yeah. I know who did that. Yeah, exactly. You weren't there that no, weekend. I wasn't there that weekend. <laughs> I don't know who's, go- who's done it, and I'm not going to name names. Going on from that, my theme for Josh the week... Josh yeah, I did it. What? My, <laughs> <laughs> my theme for the week is people who have been caught pooing places they shouldn't have been. Oh, amazing. Okay, great. So, this week's headline. Can I just, just before we go into this, I don't want to kind of ruin the, you know, the mystery surrounding your intros. We all kind of gathered that Joe didn't actually shove like something up his bum or something. It was a bit here and there. This week, <laughs> that actually happened. Yeah, yeah, that someone did shit well, in my protein that, powder. We all gathered that Joe didn't shove something up his bum. His girlfriend had to text him that is true. and ask him if it was true or not. Yeah, not when she was. Awful. I got a message. He knows you most oh, intimately did, in the world. Did you go to the hospital? While I was I was in Birmingham that weekend. What? <laughs> did Chris have to take you to the hospital? <laughs> what are you on about? I've been listening to the podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. The person who knows you physically most intimately in the world, um, and. That's that tells you everything you need to know about me. That she didn't even like think twice that you might have shoved <laughs> a plunger up your ass. That's just Joe. And she was more concerned they had to go to the hospital for it. Like yeah. you had to go to the hospital for shoving a plunger up your ass. What, what happened this time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, she's fuming because she just bought that plunger. From Can me. I just 
just pop back just just one more little question on the story of the the poo and the protein powder pooey proteins how long did it take were you using that protein? yeah did you have a few scoops before you noticed well i continued using it uh, did he like shake it down a bit or was no, it like, he just, on the top no, he just opened the lid screwed it off and just went for a shit and yeah. curled out a perfectly formed log and then what well then what you opened it up and then was like oh there's shit in my protein powder yeah and then what and then carried on using it what, so you just took the shit out and carried well, on obviously it. not I was you joking carried on no of course I launched it it's disgusting <laughs> Did, was it just on top of the protein or had he like shaken it in a bit how it, confident are you it was that like, you didn't take at least say, one say if you're those. gonna you go to the chip shop and they dip the fish in oil and then they cover it in breadcrumbs yeah and it, it looks like that. Yeah, yeah. Is so it's how they do it? Oh, I don't know, but you know what I mean. If you're going to make like... No, you put it in like a like egg yolk or something like that. And then you flour. put it in the batter. Yeah, it looked like that. Flour. It looked like a floury piece of cod. But Brown found cod. It straight away. Yeah, it was huge. Could you smell it? Was it yes. Like... <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> I had once it's dry. Or it's like a... covered in protein. It's covered in protein. Oh, it's not getting into too much detail here. Yeah. It was a horrible story. Should we move on to other... Poo-related story. Yeah. Funnily enough, I've got a poo-related story today. Ooh, let's hope it's not the, the same one. So, <laughs> the three headlines are the uh, Battersea Poop Bandit banned from all parks in London after being caught for the third time. Man quits his job after being outed as Australia's notorious poo jogger. Track and field poop mystery solved after superintendent caught in the app. Ooh. Oh, they don't give that much away. I'm not locking in today. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go traditional as well. I'm going to go. Let's hear. Let, let's hear them. Out. I, well, I want to hear superintendent first. Superintendent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fine. Okay. With me. Uh, Thomas Trang, uh, Trama, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tramalagili was placed on paid leave after he was arrested for allegedly defecating at Homnell High School. Uh, Kenilworth Public Schools said in a Facebook post after Thursday uh, that the superintendent was placed on paid leave after he was arrested for allegedly defecating at Hummel High School on Monday, which is a rival high school. He well, went for a shit in another school? Yeah. But just nature, in the toilet? No. So on the, uh, <laughs> given the nature of those charges, he was asked for and was granted paid leave of absence, the district said in the post. According to police, a school resource officer and staffers at Hummel High School began surveilling the track, so like the running track, after learning that someone was leaving feces on the track and football field on a daily basis. Oh. It was during one of these stakeouts that the authorities allegedly caught the 42-year-old man of Matawan in the act. School employees were monitoring the track before 6am when they spotted him, who was running, he was running at the time. In addition to He was running at the time? So, so he, he was taking a shit while running? No, I presume he was like out doing laps, like exercise, and then stopped... Dropped a lung on a. But you, you can you think when we park run, some some mornings it does catch you out. You ever shit yourself in park run? I've known several people to stop and have to dump. Really? Five, yeah, they call what? it park. They, they, they park run syndrome. Park run, park run syndrome. First no. thing morning, just gets everything moving a bit, and yeah, I've, I've been there. You say you have a heavy like night the night before Friday night, big curry or something or a pizza, and then you're like. No. no. Never. No. Just you. Yeah. Or Paula Radcliffe. She did the poon in front of... Yeah, she did. Go, or Lineker. He shat on the pitch in the 1990 World Cup. Gary Lineker shat on the pitch. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, we discussed it at my work, funnily enough, this week. Why don't people know about this? Gary Lineker shit himself on the pitch in the 1990 World Cup. He's, he he's, Yeah, he slid tackle, and then he just must have relaxed his bowels, and just like a shit came out. <laughs> So you can see him like r- like a dog rubbing his ass back and forward <laughs> on the grass. <laughs> How have I never seen this? And that does actually ring a bell. Uh, wh- why do you think everyone replies to anything with Gary Lineker tweet saying shat on? If he's like, oh, what a goal by Sterling. I'll shat on Sterling. <laughs> oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah, he just gets hammered. I think yeah. it's calmed down a little bit now, but for like a year, he just wow. used to get mullered by it. There you go, you live and learn, eh? It's easier to... Well, this guy's not... This guy's not shit himself running. This guy's just... Chosen to take a shit. shit. Okay, is that the end of the story? Yes. (laughs) Um, I think... I think it's it's true. Well, I think... Because Chris struggled to say his name... Yeah. 
And little things like superintendent. I don't think it's in his, your, your kind of... Yeah, your thickest pig shit. Forward global vocabulary. I'm not as bad as Joe. No, when he was telling me that, like, Dave and fucking Debbie or something were in New York. (laughs) They were, (laughs) mate. They were. Magistrate. (laughs) And they they got caught shagging Shagging. in Long Island. (laughs) They did. Fuck's sake. They did. Dave and Debbie Smith. Next story. I can't remember the title. So we've got Batsy Poop Bandit or uh, Australia's Poo Jogger. Uh, Um, Batsy. Batsy Poop Bandit banned from all parks in London after being caught for the third time. Thomas Dickens, 32, was caught for the third time defecating in Battersea Park in London. The accused had been nicknamed as the Battersea Poo Bandit by the local press. Mr. Dickens was dealt a warning the first time and was convicted of outraging public decency. Uh, No, he was given a warning the first time and the second time he was convicted of outraging public decency with uh, a one-week suspended sentence. Upon his third strike, the bandit was... uh, convicted of outraging public decency and indecent exposure and will serve one week in jail along with a 12-month ban from all public parts in the Greater London area. The Friends of Battersea Park, a local volunteer group, have commented on their Twitter page saying, We are happy that the the bandit will no longer be answering nature's call in our lovely park, followed by a poop emoji and followed by a no-entry sign poop uh, emoji. I think that's bollocks. I think that's bollocks too. Yeah, there's something about that I don't like. Yeah, I yeah. It reeks of shit. Yes. Ooh, it smells. It's a bit off. Bandit shit. Okay, third one. Man quits his job after being outed as Australia's notorious poo jogger. How do you become like a, a notorious in the entire country? Like, a poo, poo jogger in like, I don't know, Manchester maybe. But like to be known as like, yeah, I was hearing about this guy in fucking the other side of this like a thousand kilometre wide country. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you, do you know what I mean? Like, so it was more. Story. Well, well, you don't know how far he jogged. This could have been some Forrest Gump shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit being the... Yeah. yeah. Nice, man. A man accused <laughs> of serially pooping in public has quit his job after a photographer caught him revealing himself in the suburban Brisbane street. The man named is Andrew Douglas McIntosh. 64, was dubbed the poo jogger after a story in which pictured the former manager supposedly defecating in public went viral. McIntosh was photographed holding toilet paper outside the Logan Road block on May 11th has been charged with one count of public nuisance. It is alleged that McIntosh 64 sa- uh, fouled on the private footpath of the apartment block near his Green Slopes Brisbane home Dirty over 30 bastard. times in the last year. Dirty bastard. So he's notorious because... No, it's no, no, yes. Is it a fetish for these people, or I don't understand it? Maybe, maybe it does have some sort of sexual. That one's no, out. because it must be uncomfortable. Why? Like squatting down. Well, that's the natural position, isn't it? That's what they recommend. But have you ever done that? No, but I've, there is well, like tools do it you can get for your toilet. Yeah, I tried the squatty party this weekend. Roy's really into it. I'm not a fan. Not, in, in Thailand, sometimes they don't have... You try, well, hold on, let's go back. You tried the squatty potty oh, so this Rory's weekend. Rory's a listener as well, so he's been it's stuffed here. a lot less interesting than you think it is. It's, it's just a, stool, a toilet, it? and there's a little footstool, and you put your feet up, so you're in more of a squatting position with where your That's knees the are. That's nat- apparently oh, the natural right. position we do it in. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. It, like, like, it causes yeah. pressure on the intestine. Yeah, so I, I was like, even though it might give me better... Pooing experience, I couldn't use my phone. It was a little bit more comfortable. So did it? Did it? I, I can't tell. I'm not. I well, Rory swears by it. I both like, me and Jack were pooing yelling. is a very important ritual for I'm me. Agree, I'm, like my morning yeah. shit. I have my first sip of coffee and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm yeah. and then I just sit there and enjoy the ten or fifteen, yeah, twenty it's hours like on the toilet and I, and I'm done. I'm, I'm with you. I like. I don't like. To be fair, I go to the toilet and I'm done probably within the first thirty seconds. But I stay <laughs> yeah. on for a bit. Yeah. Well, either but until I've ninety-five percent of the poo is out straight away, and there might be that last little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, there's always a bit. Yeah. You know, it's always stuff you regret pushing out. But yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm over there until I've exhausted social media for like another ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Or my legs go numb, and then I'm off. Yeah, so I always get the red marks where my elbows have sat yeah, and rested on my knees. Elbow, you can't put your elbow... That's why I didn't like the squatty potty, because you can't put your elbows on your legs. <laughs> squatty potty! Yeah. It just sounds... It sounds J- undignified. It sounds JML, doesn't it? That's a JML. Yeah, it's JML. I, did, you, did you get a free, like, salad slicer with it or something? <laughs> I Slap chop. I did not <laughs> buy it, and I'm not uh, saying that? it's good. I don't yeah, like yeah. it. Slap chop. Rory likes it. Microfiber cloth, maybe? All right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I. I. Right, let's just. Um, oh, I know where Review the stories. Battersea, Battersea Bat- is bollocks, isn't it? So we've got Australian um, well, plop jogger. Story yet. Okay, well, no. we know it's true. Reports, the regularity <laughs> of Macintosh movements proved to be his undoing, with a resident setting up a cameras to catch him in the act. With his reputation seemingly in the toilet, Macintosh has since stepped down from his job as a quality care manager at Avio, a company that runs retirement villages. His mm. Avio has later confirmed his resignation as pictures of Macintosh did motion. Mid motion went vi- uh, viral. I am quite confident that Battersea is nonsense. I, do you know what's I don't like the way it was written. None, that's the only thing I'm going on here, but I think all of them are totally believable. Yeah, yeah. The, none of, of them are outrageous. Capacity, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I just think just, just, just the way it was. The language you used, yeah. I hate to bring it down to that. I want to pick it apart in other ways. I want it to come down into the. the, the, the no, but Chris is. Creativity is good. His English literature and language is appalling. So that's where we can beat him. Well, you, you've fallen down on that at Hurdle as well before in the past. Well, maybe that was an early double bluff. Mm. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> it can be in future. Okay, right. Let's get let's, let's let's do this. So, Joe, I think we're both saying that Battersea Dog Poo Bandit, wherever he was. Just poo. So it was Battersea... Battersea I think a Battersea Dog bandit. home, that's why. Uh, Australia's poo jogger and the superintendent who got caught pooing on. I think superintendent. Yeah, I think that's I've true as well. They would do. Uh, it's it's out of the t- it's out of the last two. It's Australian um, yeah. poo jogger. The only thing that's stopping me from believing is making me think that the Australian one is true. Is that I think the name's quite elaborate. What's the name? It was like a th- it was like a triple barreled one, and you stumbled on it when you read it. And I just I thought he's gonna hate us for this. Andrew true. Douglas Macintosh. He's so competitive as well, and he knows. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. The devil blood. So, so when he's pretending, already. when he's pretending to fumble over a surname, has he done that on purpose? So we think, he oh, it's a it. true story. Whereas well, Thomas Dickens. Let's find out. I'm gonna lock in Battersea poo jogger. No, all, no, that's the wrong one. Battersea poo bloke. Yeah, I'm also poo gonna bandit. say that poo that bandit. Fake. So, Chris, would you mind revealing the, which is the fake? Fake news is the Battersea Poo. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Woo! What's really oh. annoying from my side is I wrote a really well-written article then went to look at it at five o'clock today, realised I did not save it, so I had to like really haphazardly remember oh. what I'd written. Yeah, that old chestnut. Sure, sure. We had him. Yeah. It was a much Fail to prepare. Oh, who's prepare that gone into fail. last place on the oh. leaderboard? Is that you, Chris? I think it is, mate. Someone's going to get cocky. Fucking hell. Well, let me just give you a recap of the score. So, Chris, unfortunately, you have jumped into the red zone. With... He hasn't jumped. He stayed still when everyone else has no, jumped. Because he's have... remained yeah. stationary for, what, a week and a half yeah. now. You, with a yeah, seven, with like seven, an episode and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with 76. Uh, Joe, you've increased your middle ground. By four By points. Four points. So you're an 80. Get in. Uh, I've now first in triple figures. 101. Room 101. Get me out of it. Fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, so, Niall, tell us about your sponsor. No, you're not the host. Stop that now. Get back in your shell. Why in that neck in? You're the next sponsor. Okay. Right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, my sponsor this week is myself. Um, following on from reading the Rich Dad Poor Dad book, I am looking for investments. I have a £250 overdraft that I am willing to invest. I have an incredibly poor credit rating. Um, and I've got a massive house with negative equity. So mm. if you know of any investments with minimal investment and maximum return... How is um, this a sponsor that benefits our podcast? I'm a 33% owner in this bitch. Yeah. And I would like to promote my own wealth. Yeah. Is that okay with you? No, it's not. We've stopped previously we're gonna, talking about we're gonna actual vote you work. Out, out of this. Can I This is a big I like a big thumbs down on this. Like this it. is dreadful. I'm giving you kudos. I, I am inviting companies Why don't you sponsor to this podcast? Why offer you? me investment opportunities. Why don't you can sponsor I, this podcast? And then if I do well from them, I can pump more money into the podcast and make it even more better. Money, Maybe trade more you money, two schmucks in. More money. <laughs> <laughs> You've put nothing into it. I've, You've put very little time 
zero effort and no money. I bought the pizzas for dinner, so they were they were on offer, but they were three pounds eighty. Yeah. Get, get, so yeah, you say credit where credit's due. There's no min- credit's due here. Credit. So you, you're looking at you're looking yeah. at core spend. I'm looking at non-core. The amount of dinners I've put on, the amount of times I've hosted, electricity bills. That's, that's only because you refuse at least to drive to my house. Fifty p in light bills. Because you refuse to drive. I, to I had my to put house. the heating on on the first well, episode. Let me just put a cap on this for the moment. I'm going to throw you both a curveball because I think I'm because we're just on Joe sponsor and he sponsored himself as the sponsor. I'm going to do my sponsor as well. Right. Because it kind of leads on it quite well, nicely. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. So my sponsor for this week is also me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely well, I, I, I produced a little slight curveball, is that I actually brought sponsorship money for you both. So well, there Chris, we go. There's 50p for you. Get and, in. Uh, See, my first investment. There you go. My first investment. No, 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 no. You all made a fucking invest You're, in us as yeah. a sponsor. So you, can you give well, me that 50p back? Do you understand how sponsorship back? works? If, if you, you want to make an omelette, you got to crack a few eggs. So you got to give me that 50p if yes, you want your advert. Yes, that's the principle I'm talking about. The cracking of the eggs you want your on money. this podcast, you need to give me that 50p. There we go. Money well spent. Well, the hell, how did you end up with all the money? Because he also he he owes you 50p now. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I should have... Great a, sponsor now. Joe was like, really? like, people should pay me and then spurts back to them. You want to make an omelette, you got to crack a few eggs. Yes, that's literally <laughs> what I'm explaining to you is that you've got to invest to give back. Yeah, I'd, I was just saying like buzz phrases, and I'm disappointed. You guys are incredibly lazy. Fuck you, man! You just got to quit out of that. Yeah, and like, you're still disappointed. Like I need it. All right, we'll get back then. <laughs> making bank on this uh, podcast, <laughs> you guys don't realise how much this podcast is making. <laughs> That's true. If you guys actually put any effort to read emails or do anything, you might realise that I am rolling in it from this. Maybe we should log on to the old uh, Gmail. Check out. Interestingly enough. My sponsor, I'm not going to say it now, I'll say it later, is a business proposition from an email we've received. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that I am. When did we receive said email? Uh, I'm not telling you. Oh. My ears have pricked up. Very nice. Don't I see your clogs working there in your head. Or, well, okay, sorry, Mr. Protective Host. Please lead us into the next section. Well, wonderfully, the next person's story is you, Joe. So well. please... Ready to be fooled? Oh, yeah, well, you, you Ooh, bigged it up. I've just earned a pound, and I could earn five more. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. There's more money riding on this, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Joe, please enlighten us with your stories. Right, three Phone stories. Um, I'm not going to be able to get through this without pissing myself. Classic. Man survives icy fall by eating poo. <laughs> is that your poo one? No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Saudi man survived 13 days stranded in desert by eating two of his four wives. That's, that's bollock. That's 100% bollock straight up. <laughs> man, <laughs> man survives... In a how w- many days? <laughs> <laughs> how, many, yeah, how many days did he survive? Man su- ma- Saudi man survived 13 days stranded in desert no, by so like eating two of his four wives. Days. You could survive like 20 days without food. Why would you go through... Two humans in yeah. 13 days. <laughs> you fucking... It's obviously not. <laughs> so the third one. Man survives a week lost on mountain by eating bees. Yeah. Definitely definitely locking in on Saudi man eating two you, wives in 13 days. I don't l- think I could eat two weight of people's worth of meat in 13 days. <laughs> raw. Probably raw meat as well. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fairly because confident. <laughs> I love how you bet you bet a fiver on that. You could change it. No. Are you locking in? Well, that's tell us now. We want to hear your story, but we're both. Oh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm are not you locking? There's five. So the thing is, is I think you might have found the most ridiculous one, which is why he's confident no that he's going to trick us. That is, is because not... we would clearly pick that. Are you locking in, Niall? The bees yeah. is also ridiculous. You're lo- okay, so Niall's locking in yeah. on Saudi man eats two of his four wives in 13 days. And what are you doing? Because you got the op- you're, you're in last place now, so you can I don't play. I care more about the money. I can make it up later. I'm gonna listen to the stories. My initial feeling is you've tried to out throw us out with the Saudi story, and the man eating bees is ridiculous. Because why would bees be on a mountain? They're very why temperamental. Bees on mountains all the time. They're very temperamental about temperatures and stuff. It'd be really cold up there. They die in the winter, don't they? Is temperamental actually related to temperature? No, but that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. Um, Plus, how would you actually catch a bee to eat it? 
mean, what, he's eating the nest. Like, people eat the nest of bees all the time. That's why I want to hear the stories. Nah. Right, which one do you want to hear first? Saudi man yeah. fucking eating his wives. <sighs> a Saudi man and two of his four wives have miraculously survived after a t- tragic car crash left them stranded in the scorching heat of the Saudi desert for 13 days. Why did the Saudi man get... They said the Saudi man ate his wives, but the other two must have eaten two of it as well. Um, Can I finish this story? Or? Imagine the mindset there of kind of like going through the first one and... And being well, well, here's one for you. Sort of go, oh fuck, oh, we know we all kind of don't really like her over there. Yeah. Us three don't like her. Should we eat her? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he proposes to eat the second one, the other two must have been like, oh fucking hell, we're we'll next then. Yeah, hey, you've, I don't need to tell the rest of the story. You've- also, just run it out there. Is the Saudi desert a real desert? Mustafa, 41, and his four <laughs> wives were travelling to a family greeting near Ash Shalfa when they took a wrong turn during a sandstorm and crashed their vehicle, which killed one of Hamad's wives on the spot. For three days, they were left in the hot scorching sun with barely any water and no food until Hamad decided to send two of his wives in search of help, himself not being able to do so because of his medical condition. Both women roamed the desert during a r- gruesome ten days before finding help in a small village. Rescuers were shocked to find only the husband alive. And they, his... they took 10 days to find the village. You would die of, of uh, dehydration in that time. Rescuers were shocked to find only the husband alive and his two other wives dead, of which he had fed upon to survive during his ideal. Ideal. Ordeal. Ordeal. Ordeal, sorry. I hope Allah can forgive me in this moment of weakness for eating the flesh of both my deceased wives, but I could not control myself. I was so hungry. This is so clearly bollocks, but if it wasn't for the fact Hamad that he is, bet me... Hamad is presently be... under intensive medical care as doctors fear his overweight condition and diabetes may have put an enormous strain on his heart and vital, vital organs. Doctors were also surprised to learn that Hamad had lost absolutely no weight during his excruciating 13-day ordeal, but had actually gained a healthy four pounds. It's so bollocks. I can't. There's literally so no mention of water. The wives would have died ten days in the desert without any water. He would have died with no water, regardless of the food. Thirteen, thirteen days without water. You die within like a. We're seventy percent water. You die within like a day or two without water. Yeah, we're seventy percent water. It's like eating celery. You haven't drank any water, but you've taken on water. No. Uh, you die so much quicker without if that's water. true I want to know who wrote that article because that yeah. is he also bizarre. put a spelling mistake because he tried to say ordeal but he wrote no it ordeal. actually says ordeal but I read ideal if it wasn't for the bet I would have locked it on this because this is such bollocks but I feel okay, like he's right. trying to trick me good story good story next one let's please uh, let's go the ice cave poo one <sighs> man survives icy fool by eating poo. A Russian man has survived a fall on a mountain for five days by eating animal droppings. Nikita Tregubov from Vladivostok in eastern Russia was midway through a descent back down Mount Elbrus, one of the highest mountains in Europe, when he slipped on an icy ledge and fell 20 feet, breaking three bones in his right leg. Despite being unable to walk, Tregubov was able to partially erect his tent and create some shelter. After 36 hours, his remaining rations ran out and he grew desperate. While scraping some ice to defrost for his fluid canteen, he noticed some frozen animal droppings and decided to tuck in. Mm. I don't think that... I, that's a lot less disgusting than I was thinking. He's been watching Bear Grylls. He said, yeah. I knew that the mountain goats eat berries in the summer near the base of the summit, so I had to hope that the feces contained some nutrients. Fortunately, the cold temperatures removed most of the smell and taste. Despite almost vomiting several times, Tregubov was able to consume the animal droppings and keep enough energy up until he was located almost a week later. After three days, I began to lose hope. Thankfully, I was almost back to base camp and the team must have sent out a search and rescue when I didn't return. The guys were amazed when they found me. Initially, I didn't want to tell them about the ordeal, but I eventually found the funny side and told them what happened. The 24-year-old was quickly admitted to a local hospital where he made a full recovery. On being asked whether the experience had scared him off scaling mountains, Tregubov joked, definitely not. I'm even thinking of opening my own poop restaurant. There you go. Very resourceful. It's, it's a lot of detail. It could be an over detail. You know when you nah, Google a lot. It's a long story. Is it's it's the very believable. Just regardless of the writing and that, 
Saudi wives, bollocks. All right, third it's story. Only, it's only because he bet me that he definitely would trick us that I think he's... He's mugged you right off. I think it... I've not done anything yet. He's, he's mug- mugged you off. He's, all he had to say was, I'm definitely going to trick you. And then, yeah, then, that, that's then, it. then you were too scared to go for the obvious one, which is, now we've listened to it, it's clearly bollocks. <laughs> There was enough info. He's mugged you off, mate. Right, third story. Man survives a week lost on mountain by eating bees. (laughs) Good enunciation there. A 40-year-old hiker endured six days and nights alone in the mountains of the Pacific Northwest by killing and eating bees. Bees. Washington State <laughs> rescue workers. Bees. Bees. Killing and eating bees. Washington State rescue workers found Matthew Matheny conscious but badly dehydrated in Ant Canyon after he went missing in the Mount St. Helens area almost a week ago. His parents, Carney and Linda, said their son, a nurse and former Boy Scout, survived solely on bees. The bees were after him the whole time, so he killed them and ate them, said Linda at a press conference on Wednesday. He is interested in nutrition and health. We think that may have saved him. He never found water, but the berries must but the bees must have had enough fluid to keep him going. <laughs> the bees are after him the whole time. Oh god. Um yeah, you couldn't ride that. His, sub- his Subaru Outback vehicle was found at the head of the trail on Saturday, sparking a huge search operation in the area involving a couple of hundred volunteers. Finally, shortly before 10am on Wednesday morning, he was discovered in the ravine around four hours walking distance from the spot he had parked his car. Despite being dehydrated and scratched, he was still in good condition. Mr. Matheny from Iho is recovering from his ordeal in Southwest Medical Centre in Why Vancouver. Why could he get his car? Eat bees. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed this. According to KPTV, Mr. Matheny sent out on a hike last Thursday without supplies, wearing shorts and flip-flops. After getting lost somewhere off the mountain trail, he found shelter 10 feet down a ravine. Fucking hell. Yeah, I think it's true. So that now I think it's true because it was a long article which he skipped through and he's gone back and read some. So the re- Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he said, it, oh, yeah. I missed a bit. So it's a larger article that he's just skipped skip some out I agree yeah sorry mate so let's okay, do a quick so recap so stupid if you've so, got me on the Saudi thing I've locked in on Saudis Chris would you like to make a decision so you've got bees eating bees eating poo and eating your wife I don't think it's the bees no the poo could be because there's a lot of facts and I, uh, I can't help long. but think Joe is purposely Picked a ridiculous story, made it more ridiculous in the way he's re- rewritten it, and his absolute company's going to catch us. I'm going to have to push you for a decision. I'm going to go. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm actually going to go for Russian poop. Russian poop, locking yeah. in. Well, he's well, not. You can't yeah. lock him. But Stop he can saying locking in. That's what I'm going for. So, so just, just, just to kind of give us an overview of the score situation. Not, not in terms of what the total scores are, but what we can earn. So okay, if you're so right, you can earn a potential I, of... If I'm right, I earn five points. Five points. If I'm right... You earn ten. Ten. If... No. Yeah, because I've yeah, Oh, you've locked in. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, if I'm right, he earns five. I earn five, and he earns ten because you were wrong. Yeah. If you were right, you earn ten, and he earns ten because I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. And then if it turns out it was the B one, Joe earns 20, and we both earn zero. Cool. So, Joe, please reveal what was the fake news story. One of us is about to be five pounds richer, and it is Chris. Yeah, the, the poo was the fake story. What? Saudi man yes. actually ate two of his wives. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. I was crying with laughter reading that. That is horseshit. And what? I knew. I Where knew. Did it you find that story. Weird, weird Asia news. Oh I get my, most of my weird Asian. I can't believe it. I thought that poop story was quite well written. Oh, okay. So the poop. So it was because it was so well written and it had a lot of facts. You gave away the B one. Yeah, that was shocking. By missing out, and clearly it was an an article you skimmed and then you came back to. And I just knew if you hadn't bet me, I would a hundred percent picked the Saudi the Saudi one. But because you bet me, I was like... I got arrogant, and it cost me. It did. So actually... I'm coming out of this sick... I don't All care. that's happened here now is that... Is, well, uh, Chris, you're now on 81. Joe's on 90, and I'm still on 101. So we're kind of well spread. 
across, you know... It's only 20 points in it. Ten, yeah, there's not much in it. Well, yeah. Well done. Good. I'm good. six pounds richer after today's episode, though. Well, good luck getting that out of me. Because <laughs> I've, well, got, I've just, got investors emailing in as we speak. You were just bragging about how you had taking me for quid in your bank. Well, overdraft. Yeah. You took me under for fifty p. Well, my sponsor's done and dusted, so Cook. straight into my stories. Today. Well, it's Chris's sponsor. Well, yeah, well, Chris's sponsors after my stories. Yeah, we can go before and then we can just go into good news. Yes. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, yeah. And Joe's got uh, about. <laughs> Ten minutes to get on his phone, <laughs> as he's just realised he's not got a good news story. He's got so many good news stories. <laughs> okay, let's try and stall for as long as we possibly can. Oh, this is brilliant! So this is like live. Can you? Can I come up with a good news story? No, you in can't 10 come minutes? up with one. You have to find a good news story. Yeah. No, I'm not going to find a good news story in ten minutes. You've got. Well, you've got. I, I will think about it while we're talking. I'm going to multitask. Uh, please tell us. You can't your... make one up. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to tell you some good news in ten minutes. Oh, this is a shambles. How can you? Just you had like three well, weeks to prepare. You've heard good news that you're going to relay to us. Oh, loads. Okay, right. Loads. You're not just going to make good... something up, are you? Nope. <laughs> no way, sir. No. Oh, this is a shambles. Well, tell us about your sponsors, Chris. <laughs> so, this week. Uh, when I was in London, t- a while ago on the... So the this week in London or a while ago? Me. On the email a while ago, I realised we are getting some weird emails. Turns out Rory signed us up for a load of things, and I just immediately spammed them all. Okay. Because he, he was trying to pull a, a little prank on us and signed us up for stuff like Avril Lavigne's uh, newsletter. Mm. Weird things like that. So I went back and looked at the spam folder to see what he'd signed up where we were discussing about it, and I saw an email from uh, my good friend, well, he's now my good friend, called Mr. Gamba. Mr. Gamba. And I responded to him because he has offered me the chance to get 40% of $10.5 million. Bloody hell, that's like nearly, that's over a million dollars. He says well, he works for a bank over four in Burkina <laughs> Faso. Oh, yeah. And one of his, uh, one of his, Clients has deceased and the money's got nowhere to go. Of so he can make me the next of kin as long as I give him my details and he'll transfer me the full money and then I just have to give him 60% of it. Well, his first email said 40 60, second email said 35 65. Playing hardball, he is playing a bit of hardball here. I get it though, it's a lot he's, of money. He's currently waiting on me to respond with my uh, name, address, and an ID. He's not asked for any like uh, bank details yet, so I don't think it's a con. Yeah. But well, how? What, you need bank details to send you the money. Not yet. He said, he said it's not a, it's not a con. Yeah. Because he's not going to do anything. He's just going to tell me how to do it. What a guy. So did he mention how he found out about us? Whether he's using Spotify or iTunes or he didn't actually. And Maybe I might, I might. A bit of marketing info would be good. Yeah. Yeah. We can relay that back to the. Um, the marketing bods, the bods, the bods, the, the bods yeah. The, oh, they're crazy those marketing bods, aren't they? You might actually think I'm joking, but I'm straight up not. So this guy sent us an email. What to? Is it to the? I responded to his email and said, "Great, Mister Gamma, what do I have to do?" To which he then said, "Send these things." Is it to your what email? Did if you I, send this to? Yeah, if I was going to try and a hundred percent, I'm not lying here at all. If I was going to scam someone, I wouldn't ask for 10 million. He's not asking for 10 million. He's saying that he's got... 6 million then. Okay, so... That's more believable. Because how many people in the world have 6 million in cash waiting to trade? No, he's not. He's not. He's going to give me 10 and I give him 6. But we get to keep 4. Oh, it's quite a long email. Yeah. According to the banking laws here, after the expiration of 17 years, if nobody applies for the claim of the fund, it will be confiscated as a state treasury. This is why I contacted you so that we move it into useful investments since no one knows about the fund and no one will come forward to claim the money as we already know. I'm a married man with three children and I've worked in the same bank for several years now and be informed on smooth conclusion of this transaction, you'll be entitled to 35% of the sum as gratification. The first one said 40%, and he's... He's hardballing you. He is hardballing me. What does he want? Your full full names, resident address, your contact number, and nationality identity card or international passport. Yeah, so just to prove I am not lying... As opposed to a non-international passport? Mr. Gamba. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, he uh, emailed me originally, dear friend, I'm contacting you independently of my investigation in my bank, and no one is formed of this communication. I need your urgent assistance transferring the sum of 10.5 million dollars. I like him. Which I responded, hi Bambi, I'm interested. What do I have to do? You're sincerely fake news. Fake news, fantastic. I love it when you log into the fake news email. It says hi fake. Because he thinks that name is fake news, but uh, it should be Faye Canoes. Going back to our pilot episode. Anyone remembers that? Uh, Faker news is a, a the oh fake news. I was thinking of fake news. The yeah, the you taxidermy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come yeah. on, bro. Um, no, yeah, keep so us keep us up to date with. I'm going to respond to him. Gamby. I'm going to send him some of our details. Yeah. And fingers crossed. If he crossed, needs a credit card or anything like that, just to get transactions. Yeah, going. yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe doesn't mind giving you his. I've got a feeling oh. that it's going to cost 250 quid to transfer the money but luckily yeah, Joe is looking for investments oh. which ties it all together and 6 million quid uh, no brainer six million when dollars. they say it sounds too good to be true uh, do it yeah. it's 6 million That's... dollars actually Joe so it's not 6 million quid oh, no I'm, I'm out then no dice but it sounds like he's open to negotiate on the actual percentages because he started at 40 he's down to 35 I think we can get him up to 48 if we push him yeah and trust he me, needs I'll us push more than we need him, right? Yeah. Now. I'll push, bro. Yeah, nice. Well, should move on to my stories, lads. Reluctantly, let's hear them, bro. Yeah. See, Niall writes well, but he's a creative dud. I'll be honest. Uh, uh, going to bite back on that. Excuse me very much. That was that. What's wrong with my creativity? It's awful. I mean, that outfit is atrocious. Don't even start. get me started on what you're wearing right I've now. I've been to the Can gym. You take a photo of him. No. No, why he, not? He cries. We want to. We don't want to scare followers off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Please, why don't. can't you just let a, fo- well, a behind? Let the me take a photo of you. You are a gorgeous, gamesman. Game right. Anyway, master. moving on. Games ma- I'm going to read you my three headlines. Game man. Gamesman. Come on. Please yeah. read us your headlines, Niall. <laughs> Chris, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stop taking pictures of him. Losing focus here. <laughs> so, oh, I'll tweet it. Uh, that'll be on the Twitter later on. So, please don't. Headline number one. Short one. Man ends up in whale's mouth. Oh, by the way, this the theme of this week is weird news, weird science. Oh, my theme was diet because diet's been in the yeah, news diet, a lot poo, recently. And weird science. So I decided to look at weird things people have eaten. Yeah. Just in case you hadn't realised that. Ended up in a a whale man mouth. ends up in whale's mouth. Second one: mosquitoes sucked less blood and had less sex whilst listening to Skrillex. For those who don't know who Skrillex is, that's a dubstep what artist. Say that one again. Mosquitoes sucked less blood and had less sex whilst listening to Skrillex. I've, right. I know about this one. Do you know? Yeah. You Man ends up in whale's mouth. Well, it must be true then. And then the last one: chicken given a new lease of life with robotic body. Um. Okay, I want to hear chicken. I want to hear the lo- third anyone one. Anyone locking in? Okay, no. Chicken, sick. chicken, chicken, robot body. Man in whale's mouth. And mosquito sucking less blood whilst listening to Skrillex. I. You're in last place. You need to gamble, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, Skrillex Mosquito Skrillex Mosquito I'm going to lock it in Are you going to lock anything bro? No Dead air here No I'm not locking it What's in your mind? He's wondering why I know about it But he's But I'm locking it in (laughs) You've got a really weird look Yeah because you know about it Which means it's true So why are you locking it in? I'm not going to tell you Oh, that's weird. Okay. Okay. Uh, which one would you like to hear first? It's either. Uh, it's either he doesn't know it, or he's lo- he doesn't he's not realised it, or it's the fake news because that was an April Fool's prank that mosquitoes don't like Skrillex. So he's either read an April Fool's news article and hasn't realised. <laughs> that's exactly what's happened. Okay. Well. All right. If it has, I didn't look at the date, so it's, it's published. Okay, I take that back my lock. If I take back my locked in, no, then, you can't. Right. You've locked it no, in. Cause that's bullshit. Because no, it's not no. true. It's a it's an April Fool's prank. That no, is... it was true to many people on the first of April until. Wrote... This is bullshit. 
Sorry, mate. You've locked in. I said to you, why are you locking in? It was it was it was on my list to say about like this this week does cover April Fool, so there is a lot of actual like published news stories that are bullshit floating around. It's got to be true. You can't. No, it, I, no. It was a published article. It wasn't fake news. You know, it is fake news. That no. is exactly what fake news is. Well, Niall, please well, continue. There's fake news in there somewhere. So, Joe. Mosquitoes is true. This is yeah, bullshit. You know. this I know. Is absolutely it's not the fake news. Shall I read it out for you, Chris? This is absolutely in bullshit. In a blow to no, dumpster. I'm not You're trying to be clever. I'm not accepting this at all. Because it was. it's not true. It's a April Fool's. No, because if we hadn't heard of it... No, it's not my fault that he fell for an April Fool's No, prank. it's your fault that it's you've misinterpreted It's not a true story. I'm sorry, Chris. You've locked in. There's no backseas. Oh, I heard that... Uh, that well, I Justin Bieber can... is having a, a a kid, and the ultrasound had a duck on it. Well, show us was the that, article. Was that on a published article? Yeah. Where? Because it because <laughs> uh, Justin Bieber. Sorry, Chris. I'll find one right now. Then. No, no. Just next no. week. Get set the story straight. I'm uh, setting the story straight right now. No, set the story straight next week. Yeah, no, I'd like to hear your stories because we're halfway through the Champions League, and I'm still yet to watch it. So get on with your stories. Please so, don't rush my stories. I apologise. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. In a stories. blow to dubstep fans everywhere, a team of insect researchers has found that male mosquitoes listening to Skrillex had less sex and sucked less blood than mosquitoes who spent 10 minutes in silence. Well, they didn't, but okay. The authors of a new study published on the 25th of March in the journal Actotropica wanted to test whether loud music could be used to manipulate mosquito behaviour as an environmentally friendly alternative to insecticides because mating and blood sucking are the main streams by which mosquitoes transmit deadly diseases like Zika virus, dengue fever... Interrupting those behaviours with obnoxious noise can also mitigate the spread of disease, the authors wrote. Are you sure that it's an April Fool's? Because it Certainly. seems like a pretty like brutal April Fool's. Like, ha, oh, we're trying to find a cure for malaria. Psych, April Fool's. Um, it's more of an insult on Skrillex's music as an April Fool's. Than, is it? Like, wow. oh, we've so... We've, is it? Yeah, I, I'm just said obtrusive music. Well, he's, he's not like he's sitting back in his like massive mansion going like, oh, fucking, I'm going to lose all those mosquito sales, aren't I? It was, I, heard it on the, I saw an article of it that was mm. for uh, April Fool's and then I heard it on the radio. Mm. I'm absolutely certain that it's April Well, Fools. can I interject? That sounds true. I'm pretty hot on my mosquito I'll show the article if you'd like. And I'm big into my dubstep as well, as you guys know. And yeah, I certainly feel less horny when I'm listening to Skrillex. Yeah. So... I'm definitely not a mosquito because I swell up as soon as I hear Skrillex. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's true. Um, uh, which story would you like to hear next? Man in whale's mouth or chicken robot body? Chicken uh, robot body. I'm going to play this actually and I'm going to try and guess which one. Yes, go for robot body. Okay. Well, obviously, it won't affect your score. It will. Yeah. Well, it no, will it won't because you've locked in. And I even asked you if you... And you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking confused. <laughs> I don't know right, what I'm so doing. Two oh, no, trust so me, I don't know what I'm doing. Joe, Even though... Joe, right now, f- bo- both of us can get points because he's got two fake stories. There's no, only you one. Can't, you can't get points. There's a, no, you can't get points. Two stories in. are fake here. Unless you're double bluffing and only no, that one. I can't, no, because like, you've locked me, in. So two stories are fake there. So both me and you can get points here. Nail's fucked. There's only one true story. No, he's trying to spin it. No, it is, because if you're going to present a story that I know is fake, yeah, but I you've got two fake, fake stories, you've got one true story. It's not my fault you've not done research. That's bullshit. You didn't say on the article that it's a fake in April Fool's. So you fell for April Fool's. So you go for every single article and go, oh, just got to like verify that and make sure that it's real. Yeah, Chris. No, I'm false. sorry, mate. Exactly. No, we're so ending it. Well, we're yeah, ending it now. You researched on April Fool's Day. I will have to list the articles. It's it's an article. Can we... Right, we're ending this now. You've You've lost the points because you got yeah, cocky, and that, that's bullshit. the end no, of it. Let's take a vote then. No, that's it. You, you, no, you're done, mate. I'm I sorry. Refuse. I don't care whether you want you want to watch uh, Champions League. I don't care. This no, bullshit. third story, please. Oh really? no, second story. Robot chicken. Chicken given new lease of life for robotic body. Scientists at the Nevada Institute of Technology and Research have stunned the world with the first recorded replacement body for a living animal. The brain of a recently deceased chicken was placed into a custom-made robotic body made of a metal box and four moving extenders. Using brain stimulation technology, the team were able to record not only movement from the body parts, but noted that after some time, external stimulation of the brain was not required and the internal tissue from the chicken was able to communicate directly with the artificial nerves within the device. That oh, I'm sure we would have heard about that. That's huge. Yeah. So, it did they then also like pump blood into the chicken brain? It and didn't shit? say that is literally like the whole thing. I've I've like I chunk them down because the article is always massive, but it was yeah. always just more like comments and stuff. 
actually write them, son. Do you know what I mean? There's always like, yeah. oh, this Professor yeah. said this, this, this. Yeah, this. <laughs> sure. Well, it's either this one or the other one. Yeah. So, so um, they might all be fake news because they all yeah, yeah. published in <laughs> April Fool's Day. <laughs> Well, that weird Asia news is probably all nonsense. A Saudi <laughs> I mean, guy. Yeah, that is true. This is, you know, we. Yeah, yeah but this is like, th- I swear this was on the radio. This is like known to be April Fools. Didn't say it on the article. Uh, article three, please, Niall. Man whale. Um, man ends up in whale's mouth whilst fo- photographing a mass of sardines off South Africa's coast last month. A dive tour operator ended up on the wrong side of a whale. The inside. Rainer Skimp, 51, was... Would... As opposed to, like, you're supposed to just sit, ride on top of whales? And I'd rather be on, on top of the whale than in it. Well, yeah. I don't know. Pinocchio was in it. Yeah, he didn't, didn't have a good time. He did. He had a great little adventure. He became mm. a real boy at the end of it. Rainer Skimp, 51, was in the water with a bait ball and a swirling school of sardines surrounded by predators. When he suddenly felt the world go dark, he quickly realised that he'd been scooped up by a whale. Fortunately, the whale was... The whale was likely as displeased about the situation as Skimp and spit the swimmer out within a couple of seconds. Again, I've cut it all down because it just doesn't need to be that long. I don't know, actually. I don't like that one. So he's like out there, sardines, swimming sardines, bait ball, and then, and then immediately spat back out again. It's either... It's so either... why is he a tour operator in the sea taking pictures of sardines? A dive tour operator. In the, I don't know. just says whilst photographing a mass of sardines. I, can I provide some insight, Chris? Go on. I think we can rule out <laughs> the mosquito one. <laughs> I mean, I know that's beyond you now, and you've made your decision. But if 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 you could go back, I would I would rule that out. It's, I, I think it's, it's one fake. Of the other so two. we've only got one. There's only one true story in this, so we've both got a chance of getting points here. No, we've already, we've already been. Through I'm this. the games master, so no, I'm pulling rank. Now, me and I own 66% of this organisation, and we're voting. Now, I vote, Chris has already locked in. What do you vote? I vote exactly the same. Well, then, a motion has been passed. Oh, well, well, I'm glad that Joe's already voted that I've already locked in, because I also agree that I've already locked in. Look, that was was never into debate, If you look into the small print of the rules, once a um, participant has locked in their answer, that answer cannot be revoked. Again, I'm not asking to to change that. All right, okay, stop. There's four more episodes. You'll have loads more time to make your points back up. I'm I'm taking the points of this because it's it's not a real story. Okay, right. Joe, you just pick yours and we can... Joe, what would you like to... which Which did you think was the fake? I think... Oh. Whale's that, mouth, robot chicken, which do you think? mosquitoes with dubstep. I don't know. The whale's if realistic. that chicken one is real, that's. Yeah, that's I mean, is it just like stimulating its legs? It's not like it's a fully. Fun- yeah, I think that's real. I'm going to go whale. I'm going to go whale. I would go chicken off the two of them. Okay, I'm going whale. So you're saying whale is a fake? Yeah. And you're saying that mosquitoes is the fake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, robot um, Chicken is the fake. It turns out there's really? two fake stories. Robot Chicken is the well fake. Well done, Niall. Happy days. So, little recap of the... Uh... On a second. <laughs> I'm taking the locked in because I know it's not a true story. Do you not taking the lock in? Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Change yeah, it. No, you know you're not, Chris. Right. What do you get for a lock in? You. No, you, we'll discuss it afterwards. But um, I have some fantastic news. Oh, he's found some good news. I have some brilliant wait, news. Hey. Oh yeah, give us the intro. Oh God. Some things in life you could really love. That's a good thing. I'd love that. Good thing, folks. Not a bad thing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Story. Oh. <laughs> love it. Um, some of you may have seen um, in the media and the press very recently that a student has been jailed for conning people um, on porn sites. Yes, I saw this today, actually. He just got jailed for six years. So he would actually buy legitimate adverts or ad space on Mm -hmm. Pornhub. He would then put a fake advert in there with malware. If anyone clicked on it, it would be downloaded to their computer and they would say like, 
you were, something about the FBI and then you had to pay up. I think like because of embarrassment, a lot of people paid up the hundred quid. He made like three quarters of a million pounds. That's good. A hundred yeah. quid isn't too much that people would. Yeah. As a, as a as a avid porn user, I, I can only say that I'm absolutely delighted that I can continue to watch women be discriminated against. I saw this. Your <laughs> good story is that you got caught. That's the good part of it. Yeah. And porn is porn is now. Uh, a safer place because of it. I saw I saw it on the article, it was just today, I read it, it was 16,000 transactions in one month he had. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, if you don't go too expensive... And, like, you just, like, you doesn't have to make... Yeah, if you go to... And, yeah, because of the humiliation. Because yeah. once he's in their computer, he's got all their files. Give me 100 quid. Crazy. Because these people asking for thousands, you just go, off. Oh, you know, have all my photos and then... Because the average person on their yeah. personal laptop, what have they really got that that's important? But for 100 quid, to save yourself any embarrassment yeah. or anything. And going to the police. Up. Oh, yeah, I was ripping the head off it to, like, some tranny porn. And then... <laughs> you don't have to say what you were watching, though. You can just say... They're going to they're gonna inquire. Would that embarrass you if you got caught doing that to tranny porn? Absolutely not. I'm proud of the tranny community. It didn't embarrass him the first time. It's no, it's embarrassing it. the second time, is it? So, well, good uh, story. absolutely delighted. Love it. Great, great news. Great news. I mean, it's, it's a it's bit sweet. Yeah. Is it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's fish and chips, mate. Yeah. Uh, it, it, considering, <laughs> considering. What do you mean, chips and fish? Chips and fish. Or is it chips ampersand fish? I don't know anymore. Considering he just uh, made it up. Yeah, take it. I didn't make it up. Well, I mean, you didn't research this before. Or was it an April Fool, Chris? Oh. Do you want the points on that one as and well? And on that note, we're gonna have the <laughs> outro, lads. It's been a pleasure. Um, just a quick recap of the scores. So, Chris, you are still behind on eighty-one. That's not true. Uh, Joe one. is in a respectable I'm the games 90. Uh, and also, I'm storming ahead with 111. So Well played, Niall. Yeah, so... I'm it, the games master. I decide the rules. Yeah. It's my job. Uh, yeah. Well, 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 we'll argue about this later on. We'll argue uh, about it. As soon as this finishes, we're not going to stop arguing about it's it. It's been a pleasure presenting today, guys. Um, really yeah, it. apologies again it. for the late pod. Um, we love you. We appreciate your loyalty. And we will see you in a fortnight. We promise. Absolutely. Fortnite, are we going to try and catch back up? No. Fortnite. Oh, God. Fortnite. I'm not committing that shit, bro. Okay. Uh, Fortnite at absolute best. So, Tuesday in two ish weeks. Over. Ampersand. Out. Fake news. You are fake news. Fake. Phony, fake. We are fighting the fake news. I have no information that supports those tweets. Possibly in the neighborhood of almost not entirely false. The definition of fake, phony, fake news.